morning, everyone, and welcome to The Art of Peace, a podcast bringing peace to your neighbourhood through the airwaves, powered by the International Peace Youth Group. Here at The Art of Peace, we aim to create a platform where we can have discussions with people from different backgrounds and organisations to help foster mutual understanding and promote activities that are building sustainable peace in our communities. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to The Art of Peace. Today, we're once again joined by Emily, who has been talking us through HWPL's Peace Education Curriculum. Welcome back, Emily. Hello, everybody. So, today is the second instalment of our little series where we're diving into each lesson of HWPL's Peace Education Curriculum. This is so everybody can understand some of the key points about how it works and hopefully also pick up on some useful things that we can put into action for ourselves. So, just to recap briefly the lesson from last week, Emily walked us through the very first lesson of HWPL's Peace Education Curriculum, which was titled The Original State of All Creation. Could you give us a little refresher about the main points of that lesson, Emily? Yeah, sure thing. So, we looked at some examples from nature and how everything lives in harmony with one another. And we focused on the main points of diversity, harmony, cooperation and coexistence. And the reality is, when mankind learns the original ways of all creation, or all living creatures, as modelled by nature, then a world of conflict-free peace can be achieved even sooner. So, with the second lesson of the week, are we continuing on the theme of peace in nature? Yes, that's really right. So, the second lesson is actually called A Reason for All Creation Living in Harmony. And so this lesson looks at why everything in nature is able to live in harmony and how we can learn from that to create peace among ourselves. That sounds really interesting. So why is everything in nature able to live in harmony? That's a good question, Matt. But we'll unpack more about that in today's episode. But to start off with, here is one of the many examples in nature where everything works harmoniously together. For example, you know bees, right? Mm Mm-hmm. They always get a bad rep in cartoons and shows. Like, if you remember Winnie the Pooh and the Hundred Acre Wood, the honeybees always attack Winnie the Pooh when he is trying to steal their honey. And then, you know, if we see a swarm of bees, we definitely wouldn't want to go up to them and try and make friends, right? We try to run yes, most exactly. of the time. <laughs> actually, have you thought of why bees actually exist? Bees are actually very critical to our environment. They help pollinate about 85% of our food crops by carrying the pollen on their legs from flower to flower. And they also produce honey, you know, that you eat with your breakfast, um, which has so many health benefits. And they also make beeswax, which helps to make everyday items like candles, beauty products, and even makes stuff waterproof. That's a really great example. It reminds me of a quote by Marcus Aurelius, which says... He who lives in harmony with himself lives in harmony with the world. So I'm sure we can learn so much from examples of nature. So how does that unfold in terms of us? And how can we perform our role in society in a way that creates this harmony and this peace? Yeah, so essentially in this peace education lesson, we can break this down into three, I guess, different topics. First, we need to know our own value and the value of others. Then we move on to understanding our influence and how we can fill each other's needs. And finally, knowing how we can perform our duty and role as people on this earth. So creating harmony starts with knowing our own value. So understanding our value of why we exist. 
this can be actually quite difficult, especially for young people today. Mm. Our lives are so shaped by many external and internal factors. You know, the seemingly perfect lives on social media and in advertisements and on TV can lead us to feel like we're falling behind or failing at reaching that unattainable standard. Our own negative thought patterns and even influences from the people we are surrounded by, you know, bullying, abuse, discrimination based on race, gender, culture or religion, can all have damaging effects to our self-esteem. And this self-esteem is actually how much we think we ourselves are valuable and our self-worth, how worthy we are of being loved by ourselves and others. So despite advancements in technology, science and culture, humans have realised that life cannot be made through these methods. The creation of life is beyond our human ability and this is why life is so valuable. Once we recognise ourselves as all having that inherent value in the environment we live in, then we can also recognise and respect the value in others. Thank you so much for sharing that. So I was reading a little bit um, ahead of time about this second lesson. And can you, I was reading an interesting example and I was hoping you could maybe elaborate a little bit for us. How does this relate to elephant dung? Please, (laughs) please bear with me, but... Yeah. Yes, that's a very ex- interesting example. So apparently, elephant dung, you know, it seems like this useless waste product, right? It's also very in- inconvenient. I don't know if you've seen the size of elephant dung. <laughs> but actually, you can use it to make paper because it's composed of mostly fiber. So I think it's about a year's worth of elephant dung, which is able to produce the same amount of paper as 240 trees. It goes to show that even in things that look useless and worthless, there is value in them. That's a great point. I really see on the daily that one of the biggest issues that young New Zealanders in particular face is seeing their value and and their own self-worth. And this is also reflected in the rising proportion of mental health problems and issues that... uh, happening and and being made known about particularly amongst the youth Mm -hmm. and with social media cyberbullying discrimination um you know all of these things filling our head on a daily basis with negative thoughts it's really easy to develop this perception of ourselves as being inherently useless or worthless and so this kind of turns it on its head which i think is really awesome Yeah, you're right. And one thing I think that this lesson can help show is that we all do have value in society, even if we don't think so. So to summarise, the first part is about value, correct? Yes, knowing our value. Knowing our value. I think that's super, super important for not just young people actually in New Zealand, but all of New Zealand. And how does that then relate to influence, which is the second main point? Yes, so I really like this quote by Mother Teresa, and she says, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the water to create many ripples. So I really like this quote because sometimes we can feel so insignificant in this world of 7 billion people, right? Yeah. But if you think about it, you influence others, whether you know it or not, just by living in the community that you're in. Us humans need each other to meet our various needs. And so, you know, just sitting here recording this, 
There must have been someone who built this recording studio. There must have been someone who made our clothes and also someone who has put in the hard work to farm and put food on our table. So we can often feel like we have no influence because we have no power, fame or unique abilities, but we all actually have an influence on the people around us in varying degrees through our actions towards others. That's so true. And that reminds me a lot of this um, quote. I can't remember the exact wording of it, so I'm going to paraphrase it, but it talks about how we have no idea the amount of lives that we touch on the day-to-day basis. And it could even be something as simple as giving someone a smile who's having a bad day. We don't know they're having a bad day, but inside they're having a horrible day and all it takes is one little smile and we've made a world of difference to them it's like the butterfly effect in a way i guess Mm -hmm. so that's really cool yeah definitely lastly what's our third main point from this lesson yeah lastly we talk about my role in duty and this is where nature comes in what is the reason that all creation can live in harmony It is because everything knows their own role and duty and performs them faithfully. If we know our value and the value of others, as well as the influence we have on our community, then we can find the role that we have in contributing to make a more harmonious society. If you look at us, our human body, every part of the body actually plays a role in sustaining our life and health. Even something as seemingly insignificant as our little toe. Have you ever broken your little toe, Matt? Um, I've never broken any bones myself, personally. Okay. Well, I have a flatmate that had broken her toe before. And she was telling me that, you know, even if you break your, your little toe, you basically have to wear a cast on your whole foot and walk around with crutches because that is actually how important your toe is for balance. I found that, re- that example really fitting in this last topic. Yeah, it's true. You know, any part of the human body, if, if, if you have an issue with any small part of it, you have to go to hospital because of whatever reason it might be, even something like your little toe or your appendix even, you know, something that's not even used, but it's still, but it can still affect your, your well-being and your health. What I like about these three points is that they're all connected. If I know my role and duty in life, then I know what kind of influence that has. But it also means I know my value and the value of other people performing these roles. Yes, and I think that teachers are actually a great example of this. You know, a teacher's role is to teach somebody or be that person that can guide the student and get them on the right path in life. So to do that, they need to actually think about what kind of influence they can exert on their students and how much influence they will have on them through the words and actions that they show. But it's only when the teachers can appreciate how valuable and important their role is can they actually be a true teacher, right? Mm, That's really true. I know from my experience working in education that it's sometimes really hard to see that, but when you do see glimpses of the work that you've put into students or, or something like that, then you really understand the the weight and of and the importance of the work that you might be doing, or, or and it's from those moments where you really see that value of the role that we're playing. So yeah, I think that's very true. Mm-hmm.
We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back after the song. This is Alone by Marshmallow. with our theme of nature we're going to bring back from today the warm fuzzies so the warm fuzzies is a part of the show where we like to share some positive and good news from around the world it could be from New Zealand but also from around the world just to sort of brighten up our day and, and make us feel a bit better about you know what's going on I think with the world in the state that it is now it's really important for us to take these moments to really cherish the the bright and positive moments that we that we see or hear about. So I'm going to share us a story today about this incredible individual who 
has been doing his part in the community overseas. A little bit more than his part, I would say. So 24 years ago, after the fires in central Java, an Indonesian man decided to do something to save the drought-prone mountainous region. Sadi Man, who goes by one name, like many Indonesians, started to plant banyan and ficus trees to make the green forest denser. And he said that he had this to say about it. In my experience, banyan trees and ficus trees can store a lot of water. And since then, he has planted over 250 hectares or 617 acres. It's a lot. Trust me, it's a lot mm-hmm. of trees that help to retain groundwater and help prevent the land from eroding as well as forest fires. Not bad for a 69-year-old man. Wow. At first, the local people thought he was crazy because he was trading his own goats for these banyan seeds. But now, thanks to his dedication, locals have had clean water to meet their needs. And farmers in the area now harvest crops two or three times a year instead of just once. The way this amazing man funds his work is through a nursery of plants, such as cloves and jackfruit, that he can then sell or use for barter. And he has this to say about it. He says, I hope that people here can have prosperous lives and live happily and don't burn the forest over and over again. I think that's such an incredible and amazing mindset that this man has. And in so doing of his, you know, essentially selfless acts of planting these trees, he has not only helped his community in relation to these fires so that they won't happen, that won't happen again, but also help make the land and his village a lot more prosperous as well, which I think is really incredible. Just a little story to help us feel a little bit better on this Monday morning. And I hope you guys can really take some inspiration from that. Maybe we can go out and plant some more trees as well. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, this guy is a really like the A-plus student of the Peace Education curriculum, right? He knows his <laughs> value, he knows his role in life, and he is influencing all the people around him. So, yeah, yeah, really true. Really true. So, as we discussed last time, HWPL's Peace Education is actually for people of all ages. And we are never too young or too old to learn new things. So to wrap it up, Emily has a little challenge for all of you who are listening. Yes, and a challenge for you too, Matt. Oh, no. (laughs) So this challenge is for you to think about someone who you really value and either give them a text or a call to show them how much they mean to you. You know, sometimes it can be really hard to see your own value, but it's always so meaningful when we can let others know how much they are valued. I like that. And I think that's really important for us to do as Kiwis because we have this really bad habit of, you know, talking down to us about ourselves and not really celebrating the really amazing moments that those around us have. Mm -hmm. And so I think, yeah. Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. Challenge (laughs) accepted. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us again this week. It's been a pleasure to have you guys here listening. And I really hope that we can get really excited for the more lessons that are to come. That's all from us this week, and we will catch you all next week. See you then. You've been listening to The Art of Peace by IPYG. Special thanks to our peace family at the International Peace Youth Group and Planet FM Public Access Radio who make this happen. To get involved with the peace work, or if you have any questions, you can hit us up at IPYGNZ on Instagram. Join us again next Monday at 9.05 or visit the Planet FM website under the Art of Peace page to listen anytime, anywhere. Until next time, peace out. 
When I get older, I will be stronger. They'll call me freedom, just like a waving flag.
I'll be 